What do you think of when you hear the word nature? It's these massive, like, hundreds of year old trees. I think a lot of us picture a place that humans haven't touched, someplace wild. The ground is just covered in moss and plants and green and dripping. The, the opposite of man-made infrastructure in big cities with sidewalks and skyscrapers. And sure, there are plenty of those untouched places. But when was the last time you went for a hike where there wasn't a trail? Or notice the switchbacks cut into the landscape? What is the road like to get there? What is the parking light? What amenities are available, like, like the restrooms and water fountains, the trail surface? and the So water. much of what we actually experience in nature is designed. But who's it designed for? Once you really start seeing something, it's hard not to see it. So, you know, when I'm out on a trail, it's hard not to see all the access barriers that I encounter and, like, start having feelings about it when I'm just trying to enjoy being outside. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we're exploring a network of trails on the Olympic Peninsula in Washington State. Our guide is Siren Nagakiri, a nature lover who realized that there was a whole world of incredible beauty that was unavailable to millions of people with disabilities. And Siren set out to fix that. More after this. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail, from strenuous to wheelchair accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. A couple of years ago, in 2018, Siren was out in the Quinault Rainforest, a little ways south of where they live. It was sunny, which is rare hmm. <laughs> on, on the Olympic Peninsula, especially for March. <laughs> um, yeah, it was sunny and a little cloudy and, um, you know, the temperature was good, which is always nice. The beginning of the trail was familiar. Siren had hiked other parts of it before, and they'd also looked up information about the trail system before leaving home. And I knew that, you know, it was stunning and I would encounter like all these you know, amazing old growth trees and creeks and the and the Quinault Lake, which is absolutely breathtaking. It's just this huge lake in the middle of the rainforest. When Siren looked up the trail in advance, they weren't just interested in what they were going to see on the hike that day, all of the beauty and the natural wonders. 
Siren had a specific list of things they wanted to know about the trail itself. The trail surface and the elevation changes in the grades along the trail and where I'll be able to sit and rest, whether that's a, a bench or even a nice log if necessary. Siren has a couple of different disabilities and chronic illnesses. When Siren goes for a hike, their disabilities can cause joint pain and fatigue and dizziness. So it is important for Siren to have basic information, like is there going to be cell service on the hike in case they need help? How close is the parking lot to the trailhead? Is the trail hard-packed dirt or rocky? Like having really good directions on the trail, especially if there's like lots of forks or intersections or, you know, places where I could potentially get lost. Figuring that out, depending on my cognitive state on that particular day, can be a real challenge. As Siren kept hiking that day through the beautiful forest around the lake, they eventually stepped onto a new trail, one that Siren hadn't hiked before. This was all part of the plan. They'd done their research, but within a few minutes, it became clear that the trail guides that Siren had read online had left some important stuff out. You know, immediately it just started out on this really steep grade that wasn't listed in any of the guides that I read. And it was really like covered in like, you know, loose rocks and gravel. And there was a steep drop off on the side that just like kind of fell downhill. And I started slipping and like losing traction and losing my balance and my joints were going all wobbly. And I was just trying to like keep going. And then I encountered like a set of like really steep stairs that also wasn't included anywhere. So, you know, I'm on this trail trying to really enjoy this experience and like be in my body and enjoy this experience of nature and just encountering all these barriers that I didn't know about and couldn't prepare for. So I had to keep going, right? Like I just had to keep going along this trail because turning back would have been much too difficult. So I just kept going and eventually wound up at this bridge over a creek um, with a waterfall. It was just tumbling down, down the creek and underneath the bridge and down the other side. And I just stopped there for a moment and was just like almost in tears, like exhausted and in pain and just like leaned against this bridge and was looking at the waterfall and just really like appreciating the moment, but also feeling incredibly frustrated and sad that I was yet again having an experience like this. And in that moment, I just kind of said, why don't I do something about this? And, you know, I'm going to write up this experience and tell people this is what I encountered. This is what I needed. This is what I wish I had known beforehand. Siren started an organization called Disabled Hikers. It began as a blog and they put up a post with all the information that they wished that they had had before hiking up that waterfall. And then Siren started adding new entries, incredibly detailed trail guides for other hikes on the Olympic Peninsula. People just got really, really excited about it and saying that they had wished things like this existed for a long time. So, you know, I started uh, then offering group hikes and, and invite other disabled folks uh, into community in the outdoors so that we could have experiences where we knew that we would, you know, be safe and be in a group of folks that really understood hmm. our experiences and what we needed. For me, it was really meaningful to to realize that I wasn't alone in this, that I was, you know, also other people were having these experiences and, you know, were wishing that things were different. Siren hasn't always been a hiker. Siren grew up in Florida. And even though they weren't that far from beautiful swamps and water birds and trees, that nature wasn't that accessible to them. 
You know, growing up, I was, you know, a sick and disabled kid. I couldn't really, like, do a lot of, like, outdoor recreation stuff, but I spent a lot of time just, like, hanging out in my yard and, like, watching the birds and the bugs and the flowers. It was probably, like, my early to mid-20s before I really felt like hiking was something that I, that I could do, let alone would be interested in. For me, I can say it has very much given me a, a sense of belonging and a sense of connection where society has very much tried to exclude me. Um, but when I, you know, when I'm outside, I can see, you know, disability in the landscape and I can see the ways that, you know, there's a diversity of ways of bodies and forms to exist in nature and feeling into that connection and, and recognizing that my body and way of existing is just as valid and having that reflected back to me is really meaningful. Can you tell me more about that? When you're looking at, at nature and talking about sort of seeing yourself reflected in it, what, is, what does that mean for you? For me, it's, you know, seeing the ways that nature adapts. Um, you know, that's very much an experience that I have as a disabled person is learning how to adapt to my environment and my surroundings. And I learned that in a lot of ways from nature. Um, you know, seeing the ways that, you know, plants and animals and trees adapt to changes in the environment and, you know, the ways that they grow over a barrier and things like that. It's just, yeah. What do you feel like you wish people knew or thought about more when it comes to accessibility and, and the natural world? You know, for one, you know, the way that disabled folks can engage with nature, I think has a lot to offer, um, you know, non-disabled outdoor adventurists. So, you know, the ways that I really have to pace myself and learn how to really engage with and appreciate the experiences that I can have um, is a lesson that I think a lot of people could benefit from, especially as, you know, climate change and wildfires and things like that are really impacting our access to trails, um, you know, so adjusting our expectations around that is going to become increasingly important. Um, and then, you know, I think a lot of people think that accessibility only means, you know, paving a trail and and that's it. And that's all that you can do. And it's really, that's not true at all. Accessibility can mean a lot of things. It can mean making trail markers more obvious for someone who's visually impaired. Or sometimes national parks build wooden walkways above fragile vegetation. That makes those trails more accessible and helps protect the environment. And if you've ever walked on one of those through a swamp, you know how incredibly beautiful they can be. I love a good wooden walkway. And accessibility doesn't have to be ugly. Like yeah. accessible trails can just as much blend into the environment as your typical like natural surface trail can if it's designed well. And when it's designed well, it also leaves less of an impact on the environment. It um, allows, you know, creates less of an opportunity for people to like go off trail and damage the environment and things like that. So if we're really designing for access, it benefits everyone. Hmm. But perhaps the fastest and easiest way to improve access is just to make information about the trails available for anyone who needs it. So people have the power to decide whether a hike is going to work for them or not, or if there's anything else they need to do to prepare. Siren is writing as many trail guides as possible. Siren's also already partnered 
with Olympic National Park to create guides for all of the country trails on their system. That is available on their website right now for anyone who's interested. And Siren is also writing a book. It is coming out this fall, and it will be full of trail guides for Western Washington and Oregon. A huge thanks to Siren Nagakiri for taking the time to talk with us this week. If you are a disabled hiker interested in contributing a guide for a trail near you, you can visit the Disabled Hikers website. We will put a link to that site in our show notes, along with the other resources that Siren has been working on. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. This episode was produced by Sarah Wyman. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire Seuss, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Casey Holford. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Luce Fleming. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus. When you just want to get your vacation started by actually getting into your room, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we deliver your key right to your phone on the Hilton Honors app. Hilton, for the stay.